let's start the show. You already know who it is. My name is Mike Kyle, aka the Fantasy Vulture. I have over a decade worth of fantasy football experience and have continuously competed for championships during the last six seasons. But enough of me, I'm here for you. On today's episode of the Fantasy Vulture, we're going to be talking about my fantasy football background to give you all a better understanding of who I am and how I got here as a self-proclaimed fantasy football analyst. But before we get started, I need two quick things from you. First off, smash that subscribe button, power running back style to show your support for the channel, and also hit that like button like an open receiver downfield if you're excited for today's show. Also, later on in the day, we're going to be uploading our first team preview for 2020, the Atlanta Falcons, so be sure to stick around for that in just a few hours. But enough of all that stuff, let's talk about me, because I'm a self-absorbed asshole and I love to talk about myself. But more importantly, more than anything, I do want to establish my reasoning and my why for why I started this channel, this content brand, whatever you want to call it. Basically, I want to win you championships. That is my goal. I am obsessed with winning. I'm a hyper-competitive person. If you catch me do during any Duke versus North Carolina college basketball game, you will probably see me throw things. I'm a major Tar Heels fan. And if you catch me on a Sunday, anywhere between September through December, do not talk to me because that is when I am in my locked-in mode. And anything that can go wrong might go wrong. The highs are high and the lows are low. So my biggest goal with the Fantasy Vulture is to help you win fantasy championships because why are we playing if we don't want to win? The whole point of competition, the thing I love the most, is to win and kick ass. So that's what we're going to do here on this channel. As my good friend TK says, quote, I'd rather win a fantasy championship than have a girlfriend. It's one of my favorite quotes to date. We say it to each other all the time, and it's something that's just always stuck between us. Now, a lot of people will say things like, I don't care about your fantasy team. Stop talking to me about it. Maybe you've heard that from your girlfriend or your spouse, whoever, maybe a group of friends in, in, a, group ch in a group chat. Listen, I genuinely care about your fantasy team. I love giving advice. I love helping you draft. I love the in-season acquisitions, the trade, the, uh, the trade offers, all of it, all of it, all of it, all of it. I am utterly obsessed with this fictional game. And that saying that out loud, calling it a fictional game, is so it's it's low hanging fruit is what it is because it's not it's not right there are real feelings and emotions attached to this goddamn game and that's what brings us back each and every season so with the fantasy vulture we're going to focus on three core pillars and i feel like these are going to be really foundational in what i bring to the table and those are analysis experience and championships analysis that's kind of self-explanatory and we're going to get into just how much analysis and research i do each and every season for this hang on that just scared the heck out of me because my mic i thought i wasn't recording my audio but we're good we're good so analysis there's so much work that i do each and every season and it only continues to grow. I've, I've done the numbers as to how much time and energy I put into this each year, which I will explain in just a little bit. Experience, like I said, I've been doing this for now. This will be year 13, which is so cool for me. 
and because of that I have so many different stories and points of view and adjustments and how I see this game and how I've evolved from the time I first started to where we're at now freaking 13 years ago I started when I was 11 years old and now here I am at 23 just mind-blowing uh, that it's been a wild ride of just progression each and every year and then lastly championships just past season I won two of my three leagues and I got multiple multiple rings on these fingers so I know what it takes to win and compete for championships year over year like I said in the intro I've been competing consistently for the past six years and that coincides with the amount of work I put into this game so let's kind of just dial us all back how did this start how did my love for fantasy football begin well it started in 2008 when my cousin Mike Sip, uh, he said, let's do a league. We were 11 years old at the time. And I'm going to be honest, I don't really think we fully understood what fantasy football was. I know he played the year before and he wanted to get us into a league. So we created the home league, the Kyle Cipriani Fantasy Football League. That is the, the dominant league that I play in. Um, it's, you know, we all have the leagues that are the most sacred to us because of the longstanding tradition. And that's the one for me. So we helped put together this league. It started with uh, Mike's immediate family, my immediate family. So I think off the bat there, we had, let's do math here. One, two, three. Yeah, so we had about six people there. And then we got uh, my two cousins, my three cousins actually. And then that 10th spot was always just kind of a revolving door initially until we brought in uh, two of our really good friends. And ever since then, it's been smooth sailing. I think for about the past four years or so it's been very consistently the same people probably a little bit longer i'm gonna be yeah it'd be a little it'd be about six years i'd say um so and then it, and then from there year one's obviously really fun because we're all just learning about this game on the fly and it started a tradition of just a sleepover draft we'd go over to mike's house or mike would come over to our house later on as as uh as my brother took over as commissioner and it'd just be one of those things where we get there, party starts, party starts at 7, draft at 8, and then we just stay up till 3 or 4 a.m. breaking down each and every team. And that's really where it all began. That's where I can trace it back. Um, it's, it's really just unbelievable how far things have come since then. So each year, this league has evolved. Like I uh, to me, one of my favorite memories is in 2010, so we were probably 13 at the time, uh, we had a just probably, it might be one of my favorite sports moments of my life, and that was during the NFL season, uh, me, my brother, and Mike, we had a sleepover every single Saturday going into Sunday, and we watched Sunday football all day together for I think it was 14 or 15 weeks in a row. And that was unbelievable, that was so much fun. And we, granted, we live 45 minutes from each other. So shout out to our parents for driving us back and forth every single weekend, like a set of divorced parents just trying to get custody of their kids, because that's basically what this was. It was, hey, hey mom, can you take us to Mike's house uh, to watch football this week? And it was just like, yeah, sure. And it was just really cool, and I feel like that also just began the snowball effect for how great fantasy football could be. But the league doesn't stop and end there. It keeps going. So a few years into the league, we switched from a traditional waiver wire to a fab system. 
And then once my brother took over commissioner, uh, let's see, let's do math here. In probably 2015 or so, yes, 14 or 15, uh, we then switched from an online draft to a live draft, and that was insane. And then we added dressing up like an actual draft day, and we added up walk-up songs. And even this year, I started implementing Smack Talk videos for the league. So every single year, it just keeps growing into this thing that is almost uncontainable at this point. It's so infectious, and I fucking love it. This league, I'll probably get into it towards the end of the video as well, because I wanted to recap kind of all the leagues that I'm in. This is just a standard, this is a standard scoring format, 10-team league, uh, and we, we're very, I don't want to say rigid, or what's the right word? Uh, old school, that's the word I'm looking for. I'm not trying to say that we're old school, but we do play things very, very traditionally uh, in that league. It's a very based, it's based upon tradition. Oh, we also added a trophy uh, in 2014 as well. So, let's crank this thing up a notch. In high school, that started the snowball effect, and high school for me was 2011 through 2015. Um, my freshman year in history class, me and the kid next to me, we would trade information and talk fantasy every single day. It was before we were waiting for class to start, we spent those first 10 to 15 minutes just going through our matchups for the week, who was on the waiver wire, what are the, uh, who broke out the week before, who played well on Sunday, and that was really the start of the tip of the iceberg for me and then sophomore year in study hall my friend screamer and i we would spend all 45 minutes talking fantasy and playing nfl hangman that was another just giant turning point because basically the way that you'll probably see how this progresses and i should have mentioned beforehand um that this video is just entirely just me talking, so it's better off for the podcast version, by the way. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, basically it's going to be there. And also while I'm doing this plug stuff, you can text me 330-302-1554. Basically, if you need advice, draft advice, free agent advice, text me. I'll hit you up right after and we'll get going with that. That's going to be really, really fun for me going forward in the future. Anyway, though. Um, so what you'll probably start to see throughout this is just, we start here with how much, which, how much research that we do and all of a sudden it slowly just grows like this year over year. And that's hopefully something that I'm doing, that I'll do a good job of depicting throughout this video. So basically we spent all 45 minutes just talking fantasy and it was the same thing as like, as freshman history, it was. What are the matchups for the week? Who should I start? Who should I sit? Uh, my opponent has Peyton Manning in his prime. What do I do? Uh, do I play Drew Brees or do I start Aaron Rodgers? You know, just things like that. And then that ultimately led up to the, uh, I'm going to call it the explosion. Uh, it's, it was a, it was ba it's basically a mini dynasty because of how difficult fantasy football could be that started up the that started off what I what I dubbed the mini dynasty with a runner-up finish in 2014 and that's just when things go absolutely crazy after so now we go into college and college as many of you guys may may know um it's very different you have a lot more time on your hands to do things uh it's also a lot more relaxed of a learning environment at least the school that I went to so, you know, it's like you're on your laptop during class and during that, you know, you have free reign. If you want to pay attention to class, you can pay attention to class 
or if you're on your laptop you can do really whatever you want because no one's going to check on you per se um so in 2015 before college started me and my best friend evan we went on a vacation to florida just to kind of celebrate us graduating high school and us starting college and that was the first week of august and this is very important to note because this starts um the what's the right word this starts the the expansion the research expansion so traditionally august 1st is when i would start my research pretty much going into 2015 and that 2015 trip i could wholeheartedly say is the uh, the boom of fantasy football for me that was when all the emotions just would pour out of me every single week so during this trip to florida uh we both had notebooks and we would both sit by the pool and we would either read articles or listen to podcasts or watch videos and just jot down notes every single day. And it was during that trip that I discovered the fantasy footballers, which you could consider me a disciple of them in a roundabout way. Uh, because fantasy football from that point on just became my world in college. Every single class, every moment possible, it was fantasy football. Um, I remember during my first class my freshman year, I think I had like an 845 class and my teacher, my, my professor actually played fantasy as well. And so, you know, before class, I would talk to her about what her lineups were, who she was playing, my teams as well. And so that first block of the day, every single morning was spent on fantasy football. And I actually wrote my final English paper on my fantasy league that I mentioned earlier. Um... And I, I also almost majored in stats because of fantasy. I was, if you asked me what I wanted to do in 2016, it was fantasy football. I remember specifically having a conversation with my mom about like, if you could do anything in the world, what would it be? And I said, fantasy football, fun fact, this, this idea was birthed in 2016. If you check when the Twitter account was created, it says September, 2016. So it, it's been this whole thing has been in the works, but it's been on the back burner due to other projects. But enough of that. Let's just keep going. Um, also, when college started, my annual pre-draft lunch with my, with my, with my cousin Mike, who I talked about earlier. Uh, every year before I draft, about a week or so before, maybe a few days, we'd grab lunch and we'd just kind of exchange notes and what we were thinking on. Uh, we'd mock draft together, and that's always just really fun to mock draft with friends and family. And ultimately, that led to a to a fantasy to my first fantasy championship in 2015, and what a what a special championship that was for a number of reasons. Um, that team was loaded. If I remember correctly, I had Mike Evans. That was that was Mike Evans. That was the year Allen Robinson had 15 touchdowns or 14 touchdowns, whatever it was. I had the Fitzgerald and uh, Carson Palmer stack, and my running backs were Lamar Miller and Doug Martin when those two went crazy that year. So I had a loaded team. It's really fun for me to reflect on because you always remember your first, right? And that was mine. And then so throughout college then, I'd, I had additional fantasy uh, playoff appearances in 2017 and 2018. And last year I won, I won the league, which, woo! That was there. That there was fuck you energy all throughout last season. Um, I actually won two championships last year because I won my Queen's Guard League 
and that family league as well. Um, so let's kind of talk about uh, last last season a little bit because I do feel I don't have it in my notes here, but I do think it's kind of important for context, right? Um, last season, I all right. We need to we need to. I, I can't even say last season. It's been for the past four years. For the past four years, I have been in love, in love with Lamar Jackson. You can call me a hipster, whatever you want to call me. Um, it, it was me. I led the charge for Lamar Jackson. I have the receipts on Twitter to prove it. I will retweet them on the Fantasy Vulture account, at FFVulture. Be sure to follow me on Twitter there. And I, I at one point in my life, was a Jacksonville Jaguars fan. Now listen, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Blake Bortles. Yes, I endured Blake Bortles for four years. For four years. Was it five? Was it four or five? Regardless, I endured Blake Bortles. And I led the campaign for Lamar Jackson to Jacksonville. And when was that? That was, let's do math here. We did, this is 2020. So 2019, 2018, 2017. I have tweets from 2016 that say lose for Lamar or Lamar future Jaguar. And then on draft night of 20, and then on draft night of 2018, see now I'm getting my years confused. On draft night of 2018, my entire day, Lamar, 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 please take Lamar, please take Lamar, please take Lamar. And then, all of a sudden, the Jags are on the clock with the, I believe it was the 28th pick, because they lost in the AFC Championship game uh, that previous season, and they didn't take Lamar, after reportedly working him out a few days before. And ever since then, I quit the Jags. I quit the Jags, and watching them blow it up afterwards has uh, been kind of kind of a treat, I'm going to be honest. Um, so yes, I, I'm the biggest Lamar Jackson fan. Anyway, back, back to the point of the story before I got off on that side tangent. Um, Lamar Jackson was my ace in the hole all year, all year. Before the draft, it was, I'm taking Lamar Jackson, you cannot stop me. And all of a sudden, um, even before, even before this though, like during, like during the drafts, it's, I'm kind of like, I'm low-key the whipping board of my league because I do take this thing so serious, and so it's very easy to poke fun at me for that, but, like, they're, like, I drafted Aaron Jones, and the, and the rest of my league said, who is that, and then, like, kind of, like, sarcastically, but, like, like, you took him, uh, Dalvin Cook, oh, he's injury prone, and then I took Lamar Jackson, but, but leading up to that pick, there was a lot of chatter because I always I tend to wait on quarterback uh, because I I know when I know when to pick my spots for it, and I knew Lamar was going super late in drafts just based off of ADP, and so I'm sitting there I'm literally sitting there like this in my chair like just mm-hmm like just kind of bobbing like watching pick and pick go by, and all of a sudden like people like the rest of the league starts looking around and they're like you don't have a quarterback, so the person. Two picks before me takes Kyler, and wasn't Kyler. Uh, wait, no, 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 I lied. I lied. That would that would be two rounds because I think I got Lamar in the tenth or so. So Kyler went like the seventh, and they're like, nope. And I'm like, wasn't Kyler? 
And then somebody thought I was going to take Cam. So they took Cam. And I said, nope, not Cam either. And I think that was in the ninth round. So then on the way back, I took Lamar. And the face that they all made was, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what do you know? Why are you taking Lamar Jackson? And then Lamar Jackson just put his foot on my league's throat all season long. So if I wasn't already a huge Lamar Jackson fan before, I'm 10 times the fan right now. So now let's talk about the evolution of my research now that I got that long-winded story out of the way. So in 2015, like I said, during that Florida trip, it traditionally started August 1st was my research date because then my draft would always be like that second or third week of August. And so I'd get a, I'd get a nice, you know, 14 to 17 days to prepare for my draft. But then in 2016 and 2017, I kind of pushed it back, uh, pushed it earlier, pushed it forward, should I say, uh, to mid-July. So now I was going from mid-July to end of December fantasy. 2018, I moved it up even further to July 1st through through December. That That's my fantasy window. And then uh, last year, we did June 13th. We pushed it back another half month. Or pushed it up. No, pushed it back. I, I'm going to get this whole thing confused. Anyway, we moved it up till June 13th. So now we get another another two two to three weeks of research in. And now this year, just because of all of the corona, and there's not, and there wasn't really a whole a lot of stuff to do. Also, this being my first year, really my second year in a dynasty league, but my first doing like a whole rookie draft, uh, I started in March. So you can see the progression of the amount of time that I spent on this each and every year. So I kind of did, I did, I did the math, and I've ran the numbers for how much time I put into fantasy each and every season. So if we were to start on average of July 1st uh, during the course of the past six years or so, because that's kind of where this whole thing maps out to. So from July 1st through the end of the year, which is pretty much, you know, the first week of January, last week of, De last week of December, I put in 670 hours into fantasy football each and every season. I'm going to say that again. I put in 670 hours of fantasy football research in a six-month span. That is un believable for somebody who isn't getting paid for this whatsoever so now imagine if i expanded that throughout a whole calendar year that thought is absolutely crazy to me and just to run some more math on you that's 27.9 real time days i spend nearly a month of my life like an actual month not like, oh, I'm sleeping and then I wake up and I'm just going to work on this for five hours for a month straight. No, 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 no. I spend a literal month of time each and every season on fantasy football. And each and every season, each and every year on fantasy football. So that's unbelievable. So we started, I basically started with, you know, like magazines and articles. And then I transitioned into uh, creating a list of target players. I then transitioned into creating my own rankings and creating my own algorithms. And now, it, now a whole lot of it's been, you know, just creating my own draft strategies. So every single year, I do up the ante into what I do. I always just try and get better or add something to my fantasy football experience. And last year was my first ever dynasty startup draft, my first ever dynasty league, and that was on it believable that, that that was a bombshell so just for context 
because I wanted to document how I do my draft research each and every year, I created a, a 48 minute long video explaining my entire draft process. I showcased what I was doing, who I was targeting, and then I did a post-draft analysis as well. So I'm very much with the shits if you haven't picked up on that already. So let's kind of just wrap this up here. I want to just talk about my current leagues real quick just to kind of give you guys a better understanding as to what leagues I'm in uh, and where my advice kind of comes from and stems from. So my family league, the Kyle Cipriani league, that's that, like I said, that's the, that is the foundation of my fantasy football uh, analysis, experience, all that stuff. That's where I got my start. Uh, this is going to be year 13 of that. It is a standard format 10 team league. Um, and like I said, it, it's just, it's, it's, ba it's basically my, my pillar for fantasy football. From then, this is now, we are now entering year two of my own dynasty league called NEO's Finest. I basically pulled all of my friends who are extremely into fantasy football. We throw some money on the line and now we have a dynasty league for it. And that's going to be incredibly fun this year because we still have to do our rookie draft because we postponed it because we weren't sure how this whole season was going to play out. So that's going to, that's going to be really fun for me to talk about as we get closer to that. And then lastly, honestly, I'm not sure if I'll be invited back into this league, even though I won it last year. That is a, uh, uh, that is a PPR, uh, I think we did like a 14-team league last year. We did a 14-team PPR league uh, for the Queen's Guard, which was a website that I used to write about uh, for Charlotte Sports. And going back to the Dynasty League, it's a 10-team Dynasty League half-point uh, half PPR, but we do have a few scoring tweaks as well. Um, a what are some scoring tweaks that we have? We have a fumble is minus one, a fumble loss is minus two. Uh, for quarterback scoring, instead of 25 yards is a point, we do 20 yards as a point, just to kind of even out uh, and kind of nerf running quarterbacks just a little bit by upping the amount of passing yards. Because traditionally, what you see is if a quarterback runs a lot, like Lamar, like a Cam Newton. Um, they their passing yards are usually lower so like i think cam was pretty much around 3500 yards for his career i think he only hit 4000 yards once and that was as a rookie and like lamar i think was just above 3100 yards last year and so because of that uh we wanted to give we wanted to try and nerf running quarterbacks because those ru those rushing yards are so dynamic in fantasy by boosting up passing yards because just kind of the, the play style doesn't allow for the passing yards to be up there compared to standard pocket passers um, who kind of see a decrease in value because they don't have that rushing upside. Um, so I think I covered it. All right, so I covered my leagues. And now finally, what can you expect from me? So the intended content schedule, and I have my first 61 videos planned out for this, is going to be Monday through Friday, two uploads a day, 8 a.m. and 2 p.m. Uh, the first upload every day is going to be a team preview. And the second upload is going to be just a general video, whether it's tips or strategies or a mock draft, things like that. Um, so what so what else can you uh, come to see from me? First off, player profiles. I've been having a blast making them. I love being creative and trying to figure out what information I need to convey on a page. So we've got player profiles. I think in total I'm doing about 200 of them uh league settings and you know what are some of the best league settings what are ways that you can improve your league mock drafts because who doesn't love a fucking mock draft draft strategies i'm hosting a new series called fantasy for beginners 
uh, to kind of get some people acclimated to fantasy football because I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people doing fantasy this year that haven't previously because they have a lot more downtime than they normally would and of course so much more like I said I have my first 60 61 videos planned out and ready to go so later on today uh, my first team preview breaking down the Atlanta Falcons will be live at 2 p.m. but I think that's pretty much it I covered everything I know this was a super long-winded video but thank you so much for watching thank you so much for listening check out the website ffvulture.com where everything is going to be there whether it's rankings whether it's a podcast articles videos basically just the hub for this brand you can ask me questions there shoot me a text let's throw that back up on the screen you can text me for any draft advice anything you need fantasy football related 330-302-1554 and you can follow me on all pretty much so all, on all social media channels at ffvulture and I think that's it. I think I covered everything. Dope. Video one in the books. 60 more to go for now. Obviously so much more coming down the pipe. So thank you so much for watching. Once again, hit that like button and that subscribe button so you never miss a video from me. And of course, just, show, just to show your support for the video overall. And I'll see you tomorrow as we break down the New Orleans Saints. Later.